0: Over time, his facade faded as the tone of his questions became less sympathetic and more sarcastic. Pure mocking as opposed to mock empathy. And dear God, how I prayed I'd be asleep before he'd start his rounds. Even if it left me more vulnerable, I prayed and prayed and prayed for sleep to take me before his taunting would begin. Cross at my unwillingness to do anything but lie there praying for sleep. I never thought to ask my dorm mates if they'd experienced what I had. And I'm fearful to this day of tainting other people's past with my own ordeal. God knows I was fearful of discussing what was happening to me with anybody else. In years to come, even Johnny wouldn't do go near this shite with a ten-foot barge pole. He knew I'd fucking kill him stone dead if he ever dared. There'd always been weak whispers amongst the older students of who to watch out for amongst the staff these stories were never told from personal experience, always from the perspective of some student long gone. I tried paying more attention, to pick up more detail of those rumours after the near initiation into one myself. I wanted to try and make some sense of this audible new obstacle the regime had put in my way, but younger students weren't really privy to conversations held by the older boys. I'd also hoped to hear of consequences for these actions, Perverts ousted and punishments imposed, but there were none. These incomprehensible acts were camouflaged by innuendo and laughed off as best they could be. I know I wasn't actually physically sexually abused. I appreciate in a great many ways how fortunate I was. Obviously, I don't consider what I went through anywhere near as painful as what some people have suffered in their lifetimes and I sure as hell don't consider any public profile a mitigating factor when trying to surmount my own personal demons. I know I'd already turned my back on much of what Apollon represented. I know I had sinned and constructed my own blueprint for morality, throwing some of God's teachings back in his face in the process. And I'd learnt to justify this behaviour as a means of surviving that place. As a result, I thought... I'd get through any guilt-ridden, institutionalised, double-standard bullshit that they might throw in my path. But I was wrong. Because this had beaten me. I may have been at odds with the pollen up until that point. But now my very presence there sickened me. The whole college felt like some huge, self-perpetuating conspiracy of silence. And by keeping my mouth shut and going about my business, I was enabling it to continue. I was the new generation of co-conspirator, and for the very first time there, despite all my shortcomings as a trainee priest and a Christian in general, I felt completely and utterly ashamed of myself. I spent each day drifting, like the victim of some ongoing out-of-body experience, and yet I felt trapped in myself the moment lights went out at night. I dreaded the night's. I never thought of Frenchy again after lights out, even when the predatory prefect wasn't assigned to our dorm. I dreaded the idea that it might have been my nocturnal fantasies that had caused this old mess in the first place. What if he'd seen me one night when I was in the middle of meddling with myself? How many times might he have watched me and thought that what he'd tried to initiate was something I would willingly participate in? What if all those Fucking fantasies, the details, the perving and leching over her, the fucking quest for intimate details of a grown woman. What if all that led to this? Everything I'd devoted me quiet moments to embellishing now made me feel physically ill. I'd wanted to know what actual sex was like, so maybe I'd got exactly what was coming to me. It was a self-loathing that I couldn't rebel against because it came from within. Just like my very first few weeks at that awful fucking institution the previous year, I spent every night quietly crying myself to sleep and repeating to myself over and over again I want to go home. When I finally did get home that holiday, I spent every waking moment wondering how and when I would tell my parents I had no intention of going back. I didn't want to spoil Christmas for anybody.